We're going to kick off this Friday with Sam. Sam's Music News, powered by Rocket Mortgage. Earlier this week, I tell you about the uh, George Michael movie that's going to be coming out. Kind yeah, of a yeah. uh, bio-documentary kind of thing. That he voiced. He voiced. Right? He narrates it, and he is co-director of it. Well, uh, after they announced it, they decided, hey, we need to put a trailer out. So they put a little trailer out for it. I can't really explain how overwhelming that kind of hysteria can be. I remember thinking, I really don't know if I'll ever do this again. And I want to leave songs. I believe I can leave songs that will mean something to other generations. This is going to be everything from the faith era up to Listen Without Prejudice. It covers a couple of years of his yeah, life. It does. it does cover the bathroom incident. Okay, I know, know what that means. I know about it. Uh, but it also is going to talk to a number of different uh, artists that comment about Stevie Wonder, Elton John, Mary J. Blige. Here's a few of them. Modern day Elvis. He's the biggest pop star in the world. It changed the whole face of how videos were done. It's the Mona Lisa. George had raised the bar to a whole new level. Yeah, Mm, so he he does narrate, but you do get some of the uh, other artists in there as well. I'm so ready for this, and and I will be seeing it in theaters. Another follow-up from earlier this week. We told you about Gaga doing the song for Top Gun. At least that's what was rumored. Another movie song for Mm -hmm. her, and she has now chimed in and said, yeah, it's called Hold My Hand. Movie's coming out at the end of May, but she's going to release the song next Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and she said it's something she's been working on actually for a few years. Uh, Tom Cruise came to her Vegas show in 2019, and yep. they kind of talked about it. Nice. And you know, the movie's been on hold because of COVID. COVID, so she had plenty of time to write it and get it right and all that. And there's a video already done. So I saw um, <clears throat> the picture floating around social media with her. It's like a black and white picture leaning up against like a fighter jet. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one with the tight shirt on. And <laughs> big day in music coming this Sunday. And do you know why? It's going to be me. All right. Hey! <laughs> I know we're not going to be here, and I just had to get it in. Yay. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, why Elon Musk will not be testifying at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, even though he was subpoenaed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you get that on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up uh, after 7, Jody has top five of the week also in yeah, entertainment stories. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, though, um, brides and grooms say what their big wedding day regrets are. So you need to know this stuff if you're planning a wedding. That's next. If you're planning a wedding this year, and weddings are back in a big way this year, like all venues are booked, know mm-hmm. that, because you, people are getting out again more. Mm-hmm. Um Brides, mostly brides, but brides and grooms sharing their biggest regrets from their wedding day. Things they planned or didn't do that they wish they could go back and redo. Saying I do. Do you want to add? I was (laughs) going to say, Sam, do you want to add to this? No, I had no regrets about wedding day. Even the one you did with where you only just the two of you and that one person? Our producer Drew, who married you. Oh, we had the family there. It was a cool wedding, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't regret any of the weddings. Good. Ceremonies. It's just the marriage events. Huh? Okay, okay. So it's just the I do part, which, by the way, was three times. But anyway, when ahead. you look back on your life, oh, you won't regret. It, it was a part of your life. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. All those cliches. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything over again. I, know, I mean, I'm, I'm, there are things I wish I could do over again, but that would change the course of history. Correctly. And my life Welcome now, to Back to the Future. And five kids. So exactly. it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I love it. There's a cliche for you, too. It is now what it is. Now let's move on to the regrets. Okay, brides and grooms. Making it a destination wedding with very few people. You made it too expensive. You went to Hawaii or wherever to get married and 
not enough people could come along, and then you realize the people that you love the most didn't share your day with you. Yeah, my son will. You know, he and his fiance yeah. are getting married on a mountain. This is what with they want, though. Just an officiant. Some other brides and grooms are saying they wish they hadn't had such a big day and would have just just the two of them. That makes so sense. it depends on who you are. Are yeah. you a really private person? Right. Is your relationship all about just the two of you? Or do you need it shared? Yeah. You know? I'm glad we shared ours, Murphy. My papa married us. Yeah. He was the one who was the efficient. Yeah, or remember, the more people, the more gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Brides report not figuring out the bathroom situation ahead of the day in their dress and not uh, arranging somebody to help them with the bathroom and the dress. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Grooms, mm-hmm. grooms regret not being able to eat enough of the food because they're too busy visiting. Yeah. Have somebody, your best man or somebody, grab some food for you. Like right. the caterer or whoever's handling food should go, okay, this needs to be for the bride and groom. Because there are wedding couples who didn't think about that and didn't get to eat any of their own incredible food yeah. that they've heard about forever at their weddings. The next thing you know, all they've had is champagne and cake. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has uh, your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, why Elon Musk will not be a part of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial after all. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Kohl's. This whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial, What one thing that's crazy interesting about it, and this is before Elon Musk bought Twitter, we had heard that Elon Musk was going was on the witness list and had been subpoenaed to be uh, to testify yeah. that Johnny Depp's attorneys insisted he be a part of it because the connection is um, Elon Musk and Amber Heard did have a relationship. Johnny Depp swears that it was... While he was still married yeah. to her, they were married. Things were going sour. He was out of the country filming stuff, and he swears Elon Musk was sneaking into the penthouse to see Amber. Every time he left, he's huh. saying that. Now, Amber Heard and Elon Musk both say, "Whoa, we met on a movie set. We were friends, and they didn't make an appearance together till 2017 um, as a couple, and they had a short relationship, and it ended nicely. They're still friends. They're very good, sweet to each other in public, anyway." Um. But the attorneys are not saying why he wasn't called, but he wasn't called. So he's not going. He wasn't there for Johnny's part of it, and he's not going to be there. In fact, things are so good between Elon Musk still and Amber Heard. You know, he gifted her a Tesla. A, te- a, a Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> wow. A Tesla. He, I'm sorry. He gifted her like an $80,000 black Tesla, which she still drives huh. and is seen in all the time. Hmm. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in with us anytime. And if we miss you, you can leave us messages. Let's get some, guys. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. This is Kathy calling. Um, I want to say that I really love your show and I enjoy listening to it, driving it to work every morning. And um, I've never really been disinvolved in a radio show before, so I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So I do want to say um, something about the person, uh, Jody, that you had the incident with about the weight loss and that. So I'm a person, I've never been overweight before in my life, and um, I've really been struggling lately to try to keep my weight off. So many people, when they... When I comment that I have to be careful with what I'm eating, they, you know, they laugh at me because they see that I'm not overweight and they just really don't know the bottom line of it. So 
Have a great day, and once again, thanks for a wonderful show. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for leaving us that voicemail. Hmm. You hear what she's saying, guys, that she doesn't look like she needs to lose weight, but she's trying to lose weight, and people mm-hmm. misunderstand it all the yeah. time. Or she she's doesn't really want to add any, any, any additional on. Right. Because, you know, that's so true, because I know that's where I'm going to wind up. Right. I'm going to have to, once I get to where I want to be, I'm going to have to reduce become, it a mm-hmm. little bit. The you work know? becomes just keeping it off. Correct. And it you think the work is over, but it's not. Right. Then keeping it off becomes the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not probably something just like happiness and balance. It's not something you ever really fully just you don't a- achieve accomplish it. Yeah. and achieve. You're just always managing it, managing yeah. it and balancing it. Maintaining. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just looking at somebody, you can't, and you should never tell someone, well, you don't need to lose weight. Because if that's within them, that's yeah. their decision. And maybe their doctor. That's what my mom always said. Oh. You ain't got to lose no weight. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mom. I'm your lovely exactly little boy, of course. Exactly how she says it, huh? Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Keep it coming. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next. Sam is the food dude. I'll let you know what happens when you mix cornbread and donuts. Mm. <laughs> if it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Brought to you by Panera. We're going to start with the donuts here. The folks at Dunkin' have introduced cornbread donuts and munchkins. So it's okay. like a hush puppy? It's, mm. It says it uses a savory corn cake with a glaze on top so you get sweet and savory. Unless they're mixing some extra stuff in with it, yeah, it almost sounds like a hush puppy with sugar on top. Yeah. Well, hey, that sounds a little bit better than, than a traditional donut to me as a cornbread person. Because oh, yeah, right. I like the, like the texture. I like the texture. And I'm not and, and crazy about sweets. I think, I think the donut was perfected many years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're also introducing a tomato pesto grilled cheese at the donut store. Well, wow. And that's made with bread, not donuts. Uh, not to be outdone, Krispy Kreme says, yeah, I see you and I raise you. They got a cinnamon toast crunch donut now. The cinnamon toast crunch is partnering with everybody. A yeah. cinnamon milk glazed donuts. It's got cinnamon toast. It's supposed to be the flavor you get after the milk is all, the only thing left after drink, eating cinnamon okay. toast crunch. Yeah. Right. It's got mm. that flavor that to happy it. So milk. it doesn't have crunchies on the top. It of does. It. it actually has some cereal on oh, the top. Oh, does it? But it has that milky aftertaste. Interesting. That's not a good way to describe it. A yeah. milky aftertaste. I don't know. I can picture it. Cereal wait, milk wait, is what it tastes like. But when like. you drink cereal milk, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. So it's okay. Especially mm. after Cocoa Puffs. Mm. Mm. Uh, Whataburgers brought back the Dr. Pepper shake. It's not a dance. It's an actual drink. Uh, good, Dr. Actually. Pepper syrup in their vanilla shake. Nice. That's, that yeah, sounds good. Kind of like a float-ish, maybe? It does. I, it would, I don't it know. would taste like a float It would be a float if it were an actual Dr. Pepper. Just vanilla the, the, shake. Just the syrup. Yeah. Mm, nice. And yeah. Uh, Sonic, here we go, Murphy. Uh, they have a new Big Dill cheeseburger. You know, Big Dill, Big Dill. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're also introducing pickle fries. Instead of fried pickle chips, it's they spears. cut the spears. But they're not big spears. They're, they're like thin. they look like French fries. That sounds good. And huh. tempura batter. But when you bite into it, it's a pickle. And you dip <laughs> it in ranch, do you not? Yes, it comes yeah. with ranch. If you like fried pickles, it's just a different shape. And jumping over quick to the grocery store, uh, great value. You mm-hmm. know how they mirror all the products. Well, yeah, here's a co- new coffee creamer, blueberry cobbler. Ooh, that's, that's interesting with coffee. That would yeah. be. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll we'll try it all. You know that mm-hmm. coffee creamers. Happy Friday, and uh, since it's Friday, it is time for Jody's Top 5 Entertainment Stories of the Week, powered by Indeed. Sam, you going to count me down? Number five. Olivia Wilde, of course, was uh. served with papers during an onstage performance. Um, 
at CinemaCon where she was talking about her movie. Now, you know, she's dating Harry Styles. Yes, she is. And her ex is Jason Sudeikis. And she was served with papers pertaining to their custody battle over their children. He has said he would never... He had no idea she would be served in that inappropriate way. And I believe him. They've kept this very nice. Yeah. Uh, He's Ted Lasso. He's the nicest guy on the planet. They treat each other really well. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, somebody else who made that bad, unclassy decision. Yeah. Number four, um, Andrew Garfield says he's taking a break from acting after some of his biggest roles, like Tick, Tick, Boom and The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Tammy and I are undergoing the most vicious attacks. He said he's really happy with all the work he's done lately, but he's ready to be still and quiet and take some time to just be. And he came back as Spider-Man, too. Oh, that's right. He's like, he's he super important, but yeah. he needs the time and he's going to take it. Number three. Thank you. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan voting ends today. So you can cast your vote. And remember, Duran Duran's still in the lead Until we dance. in that in that fan category. By big margin. By big margin. Mm-hmm. The Duran Duran fans are probably still going to get more of their votes in today. Yeah. Because, anyway, results are expected in a few weeks. Fan votes will be tallied along with those other votes with industry leaders. Uh, Number B. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. This is so beautiful. Haley Bieber this week finally spoke out about what happened to her when she seemed to have that stroke in March and mm-hmm. was hospitalized. And she did it in a very beautiful way on YouTube where she said, look, Justin and I were just sitting there having breakfast and all, and of, all sudden- of a sudden I felt this really weird sensation that kind of like traveled down my arm from my shoulder all the way down to my fingertips. And it made hmm. My fingertips feel really. It was determined, of course, that this was caused by a blood clot. But she goes on to explain, you know, what she was doing. She she takes medicine for migraines, and she feels like she kind of brought it on. It was a TIA incident, not a full blown stroke. But for anybody who's interested in it, it's a very beautiful account of what happened to her. It's just honest, and she didn't have to do that. And number one, here's the big one. Don't forget, Ozark season four is on Netflix today. Remember? The wrap of season four. Mm-hmm. Last seven episodes, Laura Linney says that all characters are going to be just as flawed as they've been from the start. And Jason Bateman said he thinks you're going to be satisfied with the ending. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, I might have to find a new home for my cat this weekend. Every Friday of the weekend is always a good time to play catch up on anything you might have missed with the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. This weekend, too, I might have uh, some baby birds born. What do you know, Sam? I don't know. You have a birdhouse in the backyard? Two. And this is the one that you were able to actually stick a camera in? Yeah, I stuck my little (laughs) uh, camera on the end of a wire in there. So have you stuck it in Stuck it in both of them. The other one just is still a nest without eggs, but Mm -hmm. the one with the eggs, still nothing happening in there. Mm -hmm. Tanya keeps asking me every day, anything happening? Well, did you Google like the... the Gestation period? Gestation period, yes. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I don't know either. What about any... is? Anything flying in and out of it still? Yeah, mom and dad. Okay, good. Yeah, they come and go. Is, right. is the cat sitting at the bottom looking up? Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh. The other problem I have now is yep. it's obviously attracted a boo who yeah. he goes, it's ridiculous. He'll go over there and sit. Well, he's a hunter. And not move and just sit for minutes and minutes and minutes. This and is how nature works. So I went and I got some mothballs. 
Oh. Uh, the old wives tale, you spread them in the garden, it keeps the cats away. Yeah. yeah. It's not doing anything. We'll I put them it. all around the fence right underneath both houses. And Abu's like, I don't care. And he goes, oh, look, mothballs. You're I'll sit right here. you keep me away from well, the yeah, he's still sitting there. Didn't you say Abu's not a normal cat anyway? No. So, yeah. so he doesn't know that mothballs, he's supposed to be afraid right. of them? Or, he, didn't, or, he wasn't there for that day of cat class. So, yeah. <laughs> so now you have the stench of mothballs <laughs> yeah. and a hungry cat. And cat it's a horrible smell. I know. I don't even understand what kind of torture that is. But I will tell you this. We also have a nest. Oh. It's way up. What kind of bird? We don't know. It's, oh, no. it's on the gutter. It's a the- little... It's a little bird. <laughs> I don't it's a little bird. It's a little bird. It's brown. I'm sure if I Google it, I could tell you what it is. What's it's funny a very is, kind of starling, maybe. or a, It's uh, a small bird. Yeah. Every time we it, look up at the nest, there are little lizards around it looking in. It's like Which is weird. The lizards are super weird, yeah. interested in this nest. Yeah. yeah. But I'm super excited. I want you, Murphy, to use your little camera this weekend, too. And, and, and let's really? see what eggs are in there, please. That's the first time since I've owned that camera you've asked me to use it. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Any of your gadgets. It's the first time she's yeah. begged you to use one. Yeah, the Will last you? time. Yeah. The last thing I stuck it in was a cabinet I know. to find a wire, you know? Yeah, that wasn't but, as yeah. exciting as this. This is more fun. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Coles. Maybe you already heard about the announcement that came down yesterday, last night, from James Corden that he is leaving the yeah. Late Late Show, and he got emotional trying to explain it. Um, I've decided to sign for one more year on the show, and that this will be this will be my last year hosting the Late Late Show. Don't you dare! <laughs> when I started this journey, it was always going to be just that. It was going to be a journey. An adventure. I, I never saw it as my final destination. Hmm. So he's hosted for seven and a half years and seasons, and that's a long time in that world, yeah. really, for someone who probably has acting, you know, jobs that come across his desk every yeah. day and other things he'd like to do. Um, he's done a lot of stuff, but what he, the biggest thing that he brought us from this show and brought the world is carpool karaoke. At least one of them got you, right? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, remember the Paul McCartney one that, that was like a special when it first debuted. Carpool karaoke. I thought, oh my gosh, please do everybody. Please yeah. continue this. And he has, and I don't think that'll go away. That's really his. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a year to figure out who might replace him. They yeah. say one of the obvious choices or thoughts already for the network would be Trevor Noah. Over oh, at Comedy yeah. Central, but well, we last shall was, it was see. Craig Ferguson and then Corden, so right. they got that British thing going they do. on. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Um, one thing we all didn't know about replacing a class ring—how oh. possible it it really is. We love to hear from you, so you can join us anytime eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ or. Grab us online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This comes to us in email. This is from Angie. A little tidbit info about class rings that most don't know. We were talking about Phoebe, our junior in high school, not wanting a class ring and that being A-OK with us. She's good with it, yeah. Um, She says, I work in a high school and my son lost his ring about a week after he got it. Come to find out, if you call the company, they they will replace it one time. For $80. Oh. We eventually found the other one in the couch. So now we have not one, but two useless class rings. <laughs> well, That's her words, not yeah. mine. Well, at least the value of each is a little bit better. Now you've spread the cost. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, I did tell Phoebe, I don't know if you're in on this, Murphy, or if I mentioned it, but I did tell her, okay, if you don't want a class ring, I, we will buy you some piece of jewelry or something. We'll, we'll get you something to commemorate your high school time. And she's like, okay. she a jewelry person? Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. She likes, you know, I'd like to have a whole ear party like I do with oh. a, a couple of earrings and then a cuff. She likes that kind of stuff. So we'll see what mm-hmm. she comes up with. Um, also from our Facebook page, Michelle sent in a kid quote. Remember I was trying to remember that quote about parenting that about I love? the one you got, not the one you want or something? Yeah, you're, I can't remember it exactly, but the sentiment is parent and raise the child you were given, not the child you, you know, wanted or think you're, you're supposed to have. Yeah. In other words, don't put your wants and life's aspirations on a kid. They're who they are. Anyway, Michelle sent this. Children aren't coloring books. You don't get to fill them in with your favorite colors. They've got their own. It's like, that's cool. So thank you for sending that. You know, I'm searching for the right quote. And from our Facebook page, a couple of people, Lisa, Michelle, asking for Sam's Chicken Taco Marinade. Mm. It is on on our website, but I'll go over it with you really quick. Olive oil, two tablespoons, three cloves of garlic minced. Uh, lime juice, taco seasoning, and a dash of liquid smoke. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I, put a little, I had a little liquid smoke in there for a little kick. Not a lot, because that stuff is potent. you got to yeah, be careful with that. And yeah. then three boneless, skinless chicken breasts pounded even. Yeah. And you marinated for like an hour, right? I did it for like an hour or so, but you can do it a whole day. Okay. Go grab this at murphysamandjody.com. Three things you need to know today. Number one, if you've heard about Moderna wanting kids under the age of six to get a COVID vaccine, you're correct. They've asked. Oh, you said Moderna. I'm sorry. (laughs) They asked uh, the government for authorization. Kids ages from six months to six years old are the only remaining group not allowed to get this COVID shot. But they are believed to be the biggest spreader of it. And by the way, Moderna did finished a year-long study showing that they're super safe and effective. Of course. Check that out. Number two, the Powerball jackpot was won by a single ticket uh, sold at a convenience store in Arizona. It was $473 million, the draw. Um, And the pre-tax lump sum is worth $283 million. Mm. Somebody Mm. needs to be looking for that ticket this morning, and I'm sure you will hear about it, see about it soon. And number three... Tiger Woods was spotted practicing. Did you hear about this? No. Um, at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, which is the site of the PGA Championship Tournament. Oh, so he's going to play the big ones. It's expected that he's going to to go ahead and play. And yeah. He didn't do well in the Masters. He finished like 47th, but it's still a major uh, thing for him to even be playing. Yeah, and you know, to put it in perspective, if I could finish 47th at the Masters... Mm-hmm. I would be thrilled. You'd die happy. Yeah. Huh? Three things to know today. You guys going to let everybody in on that? the fact that you've been taunting me about what? my appointment today that I have? Well, Sam is the taunter. I really am just the taunter. I'm supporting him. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is well, a, doing a dance. It's oh. your, favorite eye, uh, your favorite appointment. <laughs> Yeah, eye doctor. doctor. Jody has an eye issue. She loves her eye doctor, Mm -hmm. but anything that comes close to her eye, it always creates problems. In fact, anything that comes close to other people's eyes that she's looking at is a problem. If you rub your eyes or you push your eyebrows the wrong way, she doesn't like that. 
I, I don't know. They're just delicate to me, and so it's a very difficult thing for me to let anybody mess with my eyes. It's a wonder I can even put in contacts, yeah. but I do, because it's me doing it to me. Was mm-hmm. it your Uncle Terry that says he keeps his eye drops in the fridge, and that weirded you out the oh, other day? He loves his eye drops to go into his eyeballs cold. <gasps> I know. Yeah. And I needed eye drops in his house once. It was torture. Jeez. He loves it that way. I have way. to try that. Anyway, um, you guys, it's so funny because you're making fun and you've been taunting me. Like, Sam was pretending to be the eye doctor a few minutes ago. Yeah. What were you saying? Okay, one or two. Yeah. One right. or and the A little, The or sound D. of the little click, click thing. Yeah. What are I you, do, is it? Is it the the drops? In the um, All of it. Or the blowing of It's the blowing, wind. it's the drops, it's all of it. It's looking into a bright light, which is so painful to me. I have sensitive eyes. Anyway, that's not the point. That's not why I bring it up. I'm going to do it. I have to do it. It's time. You know, I can't get new a new prescription until I have the appointment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make myself do it. But my problem at the eye doctor, aside from being eye weird, is when he'll ask me, you know, which one is more clear? Sometimes, like, which one is better? I, sometimes yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like they both are fuzzy. Well, they're used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You just yeah. ask them I to repeat like it. You say they be... both look alike, and okay, let me do it again. So often, I feel like I'm not good at that test because it's kind of like, no, but one should should be looking better than the other, and well, it's kind of like, meh. What I do then is I say, I can't tell the difference. One looks a little undercorrected, one looks overcorrected. Which is what it is. If it's fuzzy, it's undercorrected. Yeah. If it's like putting on somebody else's glasses, glasses that are too strong, that's overcorrected. Yeah, you realize he's just spending the dials to find, you know, I don't up wanna, and down. I, but... I don't want to second guess him. I just want to answer the questions correctly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm just bad at so it. What, what, what is, what's amazing to me is the machine that you get in front of that automatically measures it and done, yeah. mm-hmm. yet you still go through the eye exam mm-hmm. afterwards, you know what I mean? Sam, you brought a story in music news that I can't stop thinking about, and it's the George Michael documentary. So, you know, bring us back into that because I want to talk about it. It's called George Michael Freedom Uncut, Mm -hmm. and it's going to cover the years from when he put out Faith, you know, went out on his own, did Faith all the way up through Listen Without Prejudice. Mm -hmm. Both albums, what it took, what his life was like, ups and downs, and even the bathroom incident. Interesting that it took this long because he passed at the end of 2016, and so here we are five and a half years yeah. later. And, and he, he narrates it, and he was co-director, so you know he was working on that it. That is really going to make this unique in the fact that it's in his voice. Yeah, yeah um, high interest. I don't care if it's been five years. Super high interest for me. I can't really explain how overwhelming that kind of hysteria can be. I remember thinking, I really don't know if I'll ever do this again. And I want to leave songs. I believe I can leave songs that will mean something to other generations. What he's saying there in the beginning, I think that there's so much to talk about there. You know how many people who are naturally sensitive, naturally artists, who can give you something so beautiful like songs, like, like the kind of music he gave the world? are not prepared for this world in the fame realm. Mm-hmm. You know, what he's talking about is, this is what I have to offer, and it's beautiful. You know, he, he wrote all of his own songs, and some of them are very vulnerable and gorgeous, but you could tell when he kind of stepped away from music each time when he would try to step away from it. He probably had this ongoing battle of being true to himself, as like an artist person, to wanting to not be known worldwide. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't inc- I didn't include that part, but there is a part in the trailer that says something to that effect oh. for artists once they once the 
industry locks you in, you can't get out. Yeah, and it just seems like to me, you know, careful what you wish for. People who long for that and want to be, there are trappings. You know, it seems mm-hmm. really heavy. If you think you have bad days when nobody knows who you are, when everybody knows who you are and has an opinion, you can't get away from that. Yeah. It sounds very lonely and crazy. Um, and I, th- that time of, of in his life of that music means m- the most to me. Yeah. So I, it's going to land in theaters. I know that this summer, correct? Mm-hmm. The um, documentary. I uh, will June 22nd. Be, I will be seeing it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Kohl's. You remember the movie trilogy and books, The Hunger Games. We all have one enemy. He corrupts everyone and everything. I wasn't about the movies as much as... book trilogy, but a movie forology. Something like that. Those books were hard to put down. They were quick reads, short chapters, and I remember them being the first books that um, our oldest daughter, Taylor, ever just was... Once it was over, she was like... I don't. I don't want it to be over. Yeah. She was like in the world, and she felt sad to Those have put fun it down. Books to read, they were for a teen girl like me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading well alongside you, Sam. We would talk. We would fangirl about it every yeah. morning. Remember? Yeah. Okay, so the Hunger Games prequel book. There, there is one called the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Maybe you I forgot about. That. Well, there you go. You can read I a prequel. Read if that. You, okay, we'll get it for you. Hmm. Lionsgate has announced they're making the movie. Huh. So the book's been out for a little while. Oh. So the movie will be out next year. No casting or anything like that's been announced, but it's a prequel, you understand, oh, before yeah. Katniss. Yeah. Uh, the other quickie I want to throw at you, and I mentioned it earlier, but the last episodes ever of Ozark are available on Netflix today, and they say this second half of season four starts at a more leisurely pace, uh-huh. so you can maybe take a breath, but this is Ruth's Revenge. If you want to stop me you're gonna have to kill me <laughs> leisurely pace it's grateful friday we do it just because we like to hear about your life mm-hmm. and especially the little and big things that you are grateful for it's a great way to start any day it's a grateful way huh? okay <laughs> okay so 877-310-4msj never miss a call Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, yes, I'm calling for Grateful Friday. I wanted to say that I am grateful for my parents. Um, We had a very unique situation. My parents met when they were 12 and 13 years old. They got pregnant with me when they were only 16 and 17 years old. They gave me up for adoption and thought they were doing what was very best for me. And unfortunately, my situation wasn't the greatest, but 27 years later, I searched out my parents who were still together, and they are still together to this day. Um, They've been together all that time, and I met them when I was 27, and we have had the greatest relationship since then, and this year we will celebrate 27 years of knowing each other, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for the voice, but that's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, those things don't always go so beautifully right, either yeah. when people kind of reach out and try to search, and when you are when you are in that situation and you're searching for that, you know what I'm about to say, Murphy? It's about identity. 
Oh, That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, you can search it and just meet someone and then go, okay, I got my answer and go on with your life and maybe not have a relationship with them. But if you end up having a relationship that is good, even better. Yeah. You know, I, the one that still gives me the chills thinking about it is former producer Drew, so many years ago, mm-hmm. was looking for his birth mom. And oddly enough, she happened to be a listener to Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Mm-hmm. And it wound up, he wound up connecting with her that way. Yeah. And he got to enjoy meeting the family yeah yeah Yeah. he's still involved with that family as far as i understand Mm -hmm. really cool thank you for leaving this us that message it is grateful friday you know i gotta do this before we head into the weekend i would be remiss not having you ready for next week okay because we got a lot coming next week i mean we're gonna start it off sunday with it's gonna be may it's gonna be may and then coming up on Wednesday, it's going to be Star Wars Day. Correct. May, oh, may the fourth. May the fourth be with you. Ah. Uh-huh. But then, well, I'm sorry, I, well, I yeah. kind of skip over Star Wars Day for me because you go straight to Thursday I because like it's Thursday. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, what a great day. First week of May is always a big one. It is. Yeah. May's one of those months. We oh. look forward to it. It's pivotal. And it's and it's uh, Teacher Appreciation Week all week. Okay. Yes. And Sunday, next Sunday, is Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh, my God. There's too much to do next week. <laughs> no, one day at a time. Enjoy all of it one day at a time.